Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The college basketball season is less than one week away, and the season starts with a bang. There are 126 games scheduled for Monday, November 7th, with Baylor and Mississippi Valley State tipping off at noon Eastern time. We have two ways to help you get this season underway. Number one, as we did for the start of the NHL season and as well as the beginning of the NBA season, all seven-day college basketball packages will be only $49 through Sunday, November 13th at midnight. Number two, head to Ralph Michaels homepage at wagertalk.com and get the free 100-page college basketball preview. The shortcuts Ralph's page is wt.buzz slash rm. This 100-page guide has returning starters, percentage of returning minutes, last season's overall stats, as well as conference-only statistics, plus against the spread and over-under data. It also includes coaching data, conference previews, and a forecast for each conference. Whether it's a seven-day college basketball package, checking the Wager Talk odds page for updated numbers, or downloading the free college basketball guide, enjoy this season. And March Madness will be here before we know it. Hey guys, how's it going? Andrew McGinnis here, wagertalk.com. You are watching Puck Time, and I am really, really happy to be back. It was a great, great time visiting Ireland, but uh, I'm happy to be back. Good to be back in some routine, and I can't wait to break down some games with all of you guys, and of course, with my co-host, Carmine Bianco. I want to thank everybody who stepped in, joined, and uh, was joining Carmine last week on Puck Time. I did have a chance to tune in, whether I was on a train or a bus or maybe even at a pub. I did tune in and uh, try and check out the Puck Time episodes. And uh, it was nice for me to get a chance to be in the chat room uh, for once and, and chat with you guys for a little bit and see all the great comments that you guys send in. Um, so that was really great. But uh, I just want to thank all the guys that tuned in and everybody that kind of stepped in place for me, you know, Buster, Brian, Prez, all of those guys for, for what they do. And of course, Carmine uh, for holding the fort down, crushing it with his 6-60 six and 60 on Friday. Uh, that's a great segment. I think Carm went four and one. We'll hear more about that in a few moments. But uh, guys, this week's schedule is back to normal. We have Buster tomorrow. We have uh, Prez back on Wednesday, Brian Leonard on Thursday, and just Carm and I again on the Friday. But uh, Carm, I'll throw it back to you, man. I just want to say, uh, or I guess throw it to you. Uh, thanks for uh, covering for me last week, and uh, it's good to see you. Yeah, welcome back, man. Uh, you're back into the uh, the captain's chair. Uh, I need you steering the ship. I prefer to be the co-pilot on this show because you do such a great job of keeping things in line. Uh, one tweak is I think Brian Leonard uh, will uh, – he's traveling back on Thursday, so likely won't make the show. 
I'll check with him. But uh, if he can do Friday, we'll have him in on for, uh, for Friday's show uh, if he can make it. Otherwise, he'll be back next week in his uh, regular spot. But, man, you must have enjoyed that trip. It, was, uh, it, it sounded like you were having a blast. I, I saw the pictures. You were killing that Irish stew pretty much everywhere you went. And, uh, and of course, those, um, those Guinness beers everywhere, man. So uh, you're going to have to hit the treadmill because I got to guess uh, you gained about 10 to 12 pounds on this trip at the very least. Yeah, the, the gym is definitely in the plan book for today. That's for sure. But, you know, it was really fun, Carm. I, I, you know, I heard on one of the episodes you talked about me backpacking. I really, like, I didn't travel the whole country. Like, I didn't, I didn't go around and around. Like, I was only there for six days. And I was visiting a friend of mine that's there for medical school. So I, I did get to check things out. I was really disappointed I didn't get to go to that bar you talked about. And I passed by it on the train and the bus, like, three different times. But... I thought to myself, do I really want to just get off just to be able to say I got a drink here? Maybe next time I'm there. But uh, if you're, anyone's ever in Ireland, I went to a place that's pretty well known called the Cliffs of Moher. Um, it is absolutely beautiful. I took a video there. I posted it. It is just, it's, I went there actually late afternoon. So I was there for sunset. It was about a two and a half hour bus ride. I, I really enjoyed it. But I'll tell you one thing. I, I know we've got to get into the games here. I prefer, and I'm from the far east coast, even more east than Carm. I prefer my time zone, guys. I mean, the time zone, all the games started at 12 a.m., you know, where I was in Ireland. And so I, when my friend was studying to be a doctor, I was watching hockey, you know, at midnight. And so it's 3 a.m., and, you know, it's super late there, and it's only, you know, the, the late games are just getting started. So, Carm, that was really frustrating. And you know yeah. me, if anybody really? knows me, I can't not watch hockey. Everywhere I go, I have to East, watch. So it was really tough yeah. as far as that. Listen, East Coast East Coasters uh, love the way sports is set up. When when we leave to go anywhere, we go to the West Coast. And I'm in Vegas. It's it's pretty cool for like uh, uh, the week that I'm there. That um, the NHL games are starting at like four o'clock, and uh, you can watch those uh, East Coast uh, seven o'clock games or whatever. You're done. You can go for dinner and you have the whole evening as opposed to over here. Uh, you know, they start at 7, they finish at around 10 o'clock, and then uh, your evening's almost uh, toast. But uh, in Europe, it's a completely different beast. You know, I mean, like Kevin Dolan, who filled in last week, so I thank him for coming on the show. Uh, I'm talking to him one night last week about the show uh, and coming on. And uh, and I said to him, I go, all right, man, I've... Uh, it's been a long night. I'm going to sleep because like, and he says to me, he goes, yeah, I'm just having lunch. And I'm like, <laughs> it's weird listening to someone is having lunch, but it literally was with, with the time change and what have you. Right. So it is, uh, it's, it's absolutely nuts. Uh, but, uh, we love it. Uh, this past weekend, yep. NHL, uh, Andrew, some really interesting games. Um, I try and comment, uh, in our videos as much as I can after they're posted, uh, we have a lot of people share info or have questions that we couldn't get to uh, during the live chat. But every once in a while, uh, and I have to bring this up, I'm, I'm not egging on anyone, but every once in a while we have an opinion on a game and someone will say, why are you disrespecting my team? And this one was had to do with the, the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Boston Bruins. I thought it was a great buy low spot in the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Bruins had only lost one game. They're not going to go 81-1. and one. And someone says to me, why are you disrespecting the, the Bruins? I'm not disrespecting the Bruins. I just think it's a great 
buy low spot on the Leafs. You're not going to find them at home very often at minus 130, which they were, unless they're playing a team like Colorado, uh, possibly. So it was a good uh, buy low spot. So you're going to find those throughout the season. We respect every team in the NHL except for our producers, Philadelphia Flyers, which um, we will talk about on the show, even though they're not playing tonight. I want to, uh, if we have that image uh, available, uh, Dan, do we have that image available before we get into the games? There it is. Here we go. Now, when we talk about, excuse me, <clears throat> when we, I, I wanted to put this up because you've, you've got to look at, everyone talks about the Flyers. Uh, they've had a, a very good start to the season. They're being coached extremely well by uh, Tortorella. But look at the season that Carter Hart is having. Um, and you just look at the numbers. He's at the top of the goal expectancy, uh, uh, goals saved above expectancy. And he is 6-0-2, Andrew. He's only lost uh, twice, both in OT. One of them, a one nothing loss to the, um, to the Rangers. And he's having a 2019 season already. He's, he's, he looks like his former self in 2019. They're playing extremely well in front of him. And it goes part and parcel with that when the team is playing well and the goalie's playing well, this is the, these are the type of numbers you're going to put up. Is this sustainable throughout the whole season? Likely not, but look at the season this guy is having. His goals against average is 1.97 with a 9.46 save percentage. That's absolutely incredible save percentage for this guy. And the, the Flyers you know, are, are winning. Uh, and I bring this a point to this because I took the Ottawa Senators in the 6-60 and because the Philly was coming to town. I thought this is a great spot for for Ottawa, who had lost, I think, four straight to, to get a win on home ice against a Philadelphia team that looked like they were starting to regress. Uh, no, 2-1 final for the Flyers. They go in there and completely shut down that uh, Ottawa team with the only goal coming from Claude Giroux from, uh, for the end. So it's a former teammate. So it's quite interesting. But I, I just wanted to talk about uh, goalies. You have to keep an eye on them. You look at some of the other goalies on that list and the ones that we expect to be up there, Shesterkin, in, you know, down there at 12th, uh, you know, it, it's, it's quite a surprise, right? So we're, we're seeing it. Um, you look at someone like um, uh, Darcy Comfer. This is a Washington team with numerous injuries, and we're going to talk about it today as well, Andrew, but still right up there in sixth with those numbers. So I just wanted to make a point of goaltending and how important goaltending is. And this is why when we do these shows, we try and – uh, confirm who the starting goalies are because I think it's a very important um, aspect of uh, making a bet on any given team on any given day. Really good stuff there, Carm. Uh, that to me, when I look at that website, I look at all these advanced analytical stuff. To me, the goaltenders, that's where those numbers matter the most. You know, I think that with players, with offense, with certain line pairings, because on that website as well, you're actually able to look at specific line pairings as well and how they're producing. But I think the goaltenders is, as far as the analytics and expected goal stuff, that's the best place to look. Because a, a goaltender can get hot, and when they're in really good form, they stay like that for some time. Same thing when a goaltender is, is very ice cold. You know, you look at Jack Campbell for the Oilers. I want him to do well so bad. He's a great guy. But you know what? He's not playing well right now. And it takes time for goaltenders to get out of slumps or to cool off from being red hot. So um, 
it's kind of funny because, you know, last week or, or the week prior to that, when I was on with you, I spoke about, hey, what, where are we in the season right now where we start to say this team is a pretender or there could be contenders, you know, even though it's so early in the season, right? And really, we look at the Carter Hart situation with Philadelphia. How many times are we going to bang our heads against the wall and say, well, this is the day he's going to have a bad performance. This is the day he's going to have a bad performance. <laughs> and the way I look at it, Carm, is this is the best way we should perform. We should look at it. If we don't like the Philadelphia Flyers and we want to fade them, at this point, I think the best way to go about it is taking a look at the under. Because it seems like even if they're going to lose, it probably will be in an under game. You know. Also, the prop market, you talked about these a little bit last year in the playoffs, as did I, the goalie save prop. We didn't talk about the goalie save, but you just mentioned the goal yeah. saved above expected. I'm pretty sure he's cashed his save prop four straight times. So um, just all these avenues we have now to bet and make wagers, whether it's FanDuel, DraftKings, across the board, all the, all the shops in Vegas, they're creating more props. And I'll tell you what, Carter Hart's save prop, that's cash and tickets, Carm. Yeah, and, and the thing is, uh, it's not always, uh, I, I've always been, Andrew, an ABC type of person. And by that, I mean, I'm either going to take the home team, away team, or I'm going to take the over and under. I, I didn't get involved in props, but you some, sometimes the play isn't there and you have to expand your portfolio and you have to look at other other uh, other avenues of, of taking plays and, and, and making money uh, with, with these plays. And I, I posted, uh, I think on the weekend, I talked about the fact that the um, the Seattle Kraken were in Philadelphia, and I think that was part of my six and six as well too. I took the Seattle Kraken team total over two and a half. They had gone over the team total, I think, seven times. It's now nine, nine. I think it's nine straight times the Seattle Kraken have gone over their team total of two and a half, and the price was only minus one thirty-five on Saturday. They get the win in Pittsburgh, beating Pittsburgh again. Uh, so they're they're uh, two and zero against the the Pens this year, and winning that game three two. So it again they hit their shot prop. So we'll we'll have to see if they can do it for a tenth straight time. I think uh, I'm not sure when they play. It might be tomorrow that they play. But these are these are the ones. Or Rasmus Dallin for the Sabers uh, taking his shot prop over two and a half on Friday as the show best bet. He had six or seven shots on goal on Friday night. Uh, Great plan. The Sabres, the Sabres are getting output from their defensemen. They're getting a lot of shots on goal. They're firing, they're peppering. So these shot props, until they start to juice these numbers, you've got to take advantage of them. There's there's money to be made. You just have to sort of search them out, find them, and play them. The we talk about the the Brian Rust one, where you know he was minus one twenty five to minus one thirty for the first seven eight games of the season, and then all of a sudden he's minus one sixty. He's still hitting. Uh, over two and a half shots on goal, Andrew, but I can't play the minus 160 or minus 170 shot props. And there's such a difference between the two and a half and the three and a half. Because, you know, as much as these guys can go way over, sometimes they do land on that magic number of three. A guy like Eric Carlson, you know, you talk about throwing the clock back a little bit here. Eric Carlson at the top of the league in goals right now and, and, and shots on goal. It's unbelievable. We do have games to go on for today, but it's great to be back. Uh, guys, thanks for being patient with me. And I appreciate you mentioning Kevin Dolan. I apologize. I did forget to mention him, but thanks to Kevin for stepping up and joining us on the show or joining Carm as well. But three games today, we have the Blues, Bruins, Flames, Islanders, and Oilers, Capitals. Let's start things off here at TD Garden as the Blues visit the Boston Bruins. And as Carm mentioned, 
this Bruins team has been playing very, very well. As the people in our comments mentioned, this is a team that I will admit I was wrong about. You know, I had a bad read on them, at least as far as how they would start their year off. I didn't really like their depth. I didn't really like their defense. They're minus 195 here. They have just two losses on the season. They've looked really good. St. Louis, however, they've lost six straight games, and they are plus 165 on the highway. Total is six and a half, and I'll tell you what, might surprise some people in this one, but I'm going with the over six and a half. I have a free play up at Wager Talk with this game, but you look at St. Louis, these last six games, Carm, they've given up at least three goals in all of them, and at least four in five of the six. I mean, right now, their goaltending, it doesn't matter who is in net, it has been mediocre to below average to just pretty bad in some of their games, and you know what? They do have lots of talent. They have a great power play that I do expect to get going. And as far as the Boston Bruins go, I'm still not really high on their defense. I just think their offense has really been performing well and clicking, and that's what's really making them look good. So I actually like the over, and I love that it's a plus 105 price. I'm not getting a, you know, a juiced up over either. I think we get two teams that are well-rested. They both haven't played in at least three or four days, I believe, in a good spot here. Uh, to get us up and over the total. So what are your thoughts here? A Boston team playing very well and a St. Louis team certainly underachieving. Yeah, <clears throat> the um, the road trip is probably a good thing for the Blues off that those three games at home where they allowed, uh, what did they allow there? They allowed uh, 14 goals in three games. They've allowed 23 goals in their last four games, 30 in their last six games, all losses. Uh, it, it's one of those ones, Andrew, where... It, how do you make a case for St. Louis other than you say, okay, they're hitting the road. They've been off for three days. They need to regroup. Uh, but then they're playing against a Boston team who's coming off a uh, a hard-fought loss against the Leafs. They played well uh, on Saturday in, in Toronto. Now, you could say that the Bruins are um, first home off a four-game road trip, but it's an East Coast trip. So it, it isn't a, a East Coast to West Coast, West Coast to East Coast type of trip. So um, there's no fade uh, in that spot. Uh, another thing you could look at, I'm trying to make excuses for taking the Blues, but I'm not going to take the Blues, <laughs> is say that when a team has won six or seven games in a row, when they lose one, I almost want to always come back and play against them again because that, that streak is is now over. Sort of like when a team has lost five or six in a row, they win a game, I want to come back and take them again because that monkey mm -hmm. is off their back. I'm not taking the Blues. Uh you like the over. I like the Bruins team total. It's three and a half minus 120. And unless the Blues somehow found uh, a magic potion to, to play better defensively, I'm not taking them. You, they've allowed five, five, seven, six, three, and four during this, uh, this losing streak. Um, the over three and a half has cashed in five of the six games for any opponent playing the Blues. I'm taking the Bruins team total over three and a half here. Great stuff, you know, and, and hey, I think we can both cash our tickets together. We need both. Te I need both teams to score probably to win, but you're taking a look at just specifically the Bruins team total. Uh, hard to argue their offense has been playing well. I'm still, you know, you and I, we talked about this Bruins team before the year. I'm still not really high on their defense. I really am not. I mean, I think they're a fast-paced team now, and their depth has certainly looked better than I thought they were going to be. But, man, they are off to a good start this season. This should be a really good game for a Monday night, guys. Let's jump into the Calgary Flames, New York Islanders. Another out-of-conference game here between two different foes. Uh, competing that don't really see each other that often, really. I don't think they see each other every year either. 
But uh, looking at the Flames here, they're short favorites, not too big of favorites here uh, in this one. But the number has definitely jumped up a little bit. I believe it opened at 120, uh, up to 135 now. Islanders plus 115, total at six here, shaded towards the over. Carm, what are your thoughts here in this contest? I like the live dog here, Andrew, uh, especially if it's uh, Sorokin in goal. Um, I, I like him at home. I think he's only had, um, I think he's had four home games. I think he's two and two, but his goals against average at home is exceptional. Um, you look at it, the Owls are playing well at home, uh, picking up wins against the Rangers in the Avalanche. So uh, you're looking at their wins are coming against some elite teams, uh, which you put Calgary in that in that category. You know, the weird thing about Calgary is, their unbalanced schedule this, thus far. They've played 10 games, nine of them at home. They've only played one road game, and that was a, early in the season against the Edmonton Oilers, where they really didn't even leave their province. Uh, it was a short one or one uh, an hour, hour and a half trip, whatever it is for them, not even that, uh, winning that game 4-3. So this is their first road trip uh, of the season for them. Well, I don't know, Andrew. It, it's, it's a tough one because two good goalies, Markstrom, obviously, uh, should be the starter, and then you have Sorokin. You'd look at the the under and and say to yourself, maybe I lean to the under here in a in a tight one. I just think the Isles are a live dog here. You're getting them at plus one fifteen, and they're playing extremely well. They had won what five straight prior to that loss against uh, on the weekend against the Detroit Red Wings, losing three nothing in that one. So I think they're live here. They're playing extremely well. They're off to a good start this season thus far, and uh, they're plus one fifteen at home. So I'm going to take. New York Islanders. Well, like you said, the number uh, is pretty good, but it also continues to move up for the Calgary Flames. So um, if anybody likes the, the Islanders as you do, um, I think you could even get a better price as the day continues to roll on here with them. Uh, money's certainly flowing in on the Flames. And as far as the total goes, you know, like I mentioned, we don't even see that many sixes anymore, um, let alone five and a half. So those are just pretty much out of the picture. But I like the under here. You know, I think it's two teams in different conferences that play very similar type of hockey. Um, at least that's what their coaches would like them to do. And, and for the Flames, you know, you like to see a team consistently do something. and You don't want to predict when that's going to stop. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. However, I think for them, the Islanders are a really good team for them to start playing good defense against and, and, and locking things down. They've had a couple days to practice. And all the quotes I've seen from the Flames... Uh, it's all about defense, not really as much about their scoring as they know they have lots of talented scorers. Um, and, and let's be honest here, the entire coaching staff at the Flames, you know how it is, Carm. Uh, yeah. Daryl Sutter doesn't really, uh, he doesn't really uh, hide how he feels. He doesn't really hide his words. And it sounds like he, you know, he's just really not happy with the defense and the structure of the team. So, And the Islanders, really, you take a look at what's led to their success and, and you know, all the victories that they've had. Besides that Colorado game where it's, I mean, it's hard to beat Colorado um, in a low scoring game. Let's be honest here. They've been able to keep their opponents to, to low scores. So I think the under is the play here with the total at six uh, between the Islanders and the Flames. And that's really the recipe for success. And also the Islanders seem to play a lot better defensively at home. So 
Uh, I think the play here is the under on this game. Um, but it's going to be a good one. And like I said, I think if you do like the dog, you will take a look at that and, and probably wait a little yeah. bit longer in the day. Do you ever do that, Carmen? I mean, especially with football and stuff like that, basketball especially. But with hockey, how much does that matter to you? Like for me with my clients, I'd say I probably get one play overnight, maybe one play in the morning, and then the rest of them come around late afternoon. What, what about you? You know, the, the, the one thing that we always want to take note of, Andrew, is um, especially in a game like this where I'm talking about Sorokin being the goalie is you want to make sure he's in net if, if, I, if, if I'm going to take the, the plus 115 because mm -hmm. if he's not in goal, but he is confirmed for tonight, because if he's not in goal, then all of a sudden the Islanders are probably going to go to from plus 115 to plus 125, somewhere around there. And uh, obviously without the goalie in there, um, I don't like the play as much, but with him in there, uh, I definitely like him. You look at the Islanders, and they've only allowed 30 goals this season, which the, is the lowest in the Eastern Conference, along with the Boston Bruins, and then the Devils next at 31. And then you always talk about that, you know, the Islanders don't score a lot of goals. They have 41 goals scored, uh, which is pretty good for an Islanders team that normally doesn't get those type of goals. That's one of the things that... Yeah that uh, hurt this team last year was uh, their inability to, to score. So they were losing a lot of those 2-1 and 3-2 type games. You need the scoring to win. It's one of the things we talked about the Rangers before this season started is the fact that they have a, a phenomenal goalie and, and a very good defense. And when they put it together, they're just going to need that, that scoring as well too because the only average, I think it was 2.35 goals per game, somewhere around that last season. So uh, they won a lot of those 2-1 games. But you can't always rely on your goaltending uh, throughout the season. But you can always sort of forecast uh, a team, uh, especially like Sorokin and goal for, for the Islanders, by looking at their schedule. And if, the, if there aren't any back-to-backs, then you know he's going to be between the pipes. He's going to be their starter, and they'll eventually give him a day off somewhere along the line. But he's in, he's in goal tonight. Andrew, I want to mention something before we get to the next game. I put this promo together on the weekend, and it's up on your page and mine. I thought it was a pretty good deal. It's a two for one, and it's uh, I came up with this name, Puck This, right? So because it's the only one, I, the only thing I can say on air that doesn't sound too bad. It's a two for one all access. So uh, whether you go to Andrew's page or you go to mine, you get a seven day all access. Uh, purchase it on either page, and you're going to get both of us uh, seven days all access. That's all sports, uh, be it NHL, NBA. Uh, NFL, uh, UFC, uh, soccer, everything for seven days from both of us. And it's a limited time only deal. So it's like $99. So it's a, not a bad deal, Andrew, uh, to Great. welcome you back, my friend. So it is good to be back. Fuck this, <laughs> fuck this buddy. <laughs> I, I, I like it. You know what? And it's nice for us because people get to know us. They get to know kind of the plays that we have up. We always talk about different sports that we're doing. And, and let's be honest here. I mean, between both of us, I think we cover a lot of it, you know, between football, between soccer, between UFC. Obviously, we're both heavily involved in, in hockey. You know, I think people should still be, I mean, if you're not grabbing Carm's World Cup package, I don't know what you're doing, but the futures especially they should be grabbing from you. But seven days, all access. Look, we both love hockey. We watch it all the time. We study it, but we do other sports as well. And with this deal, you know, two for one special. So, um, I think it's awesome. Yeah. I think it's great to get a chance for, to show people what we do besides just hockey. Andrew, uh, yeah, the World Cup's right around the corner. I know we have one more game, and then we have your buy and sell segment, and then our best bet. But I'll make this quick. 
Um, I did a video uh, last week. It'll be up in uh, the next day or so uh, with uh, Kelly Stewart. Everyone loves uh, Kelly. So her and I did a World Cup video where the all the group stage positionings are explained uh, all through simulations. And then the knockout stages is all my opinion on what happens for the rest of the tournament. You, When you see the comments on this video after it's posted from people who are fans of their countries, it'll be so vile, it's going to be hilarious. I'm preparing for a an absolute shitstorm of comments. It's just going to be like that. I experienced it in 2018. I'm going to experience it again now. So I'll enjoy it along the way. But anyways, we have another game to talk about. Hey, it's all about the engagement, Carmen. If it helps the interaction, yeah. uh, we'll take that. And it's it's all about getting people talking. All right, the Oilers and the Capitals. This one is is one I'm looking forward to, to hearing your opinion and what you have to say with this one. Um, I'm going to keep it short and sweet because I'm taking a look at uh, goaliepost.com right now. And that's one that I use quite a bit for goalies and, and confirmed. I use daily faceoff and stuff. But uh, look, Edmonton is 160, minus 160 right now. Washington plus 135. It is a home game for the Caps. Total's at six and a half here. And like I said earlier, I brought it up. The, you know, the, the Oilers have been a different team when Jack Campbell has been in net. And they haven't been playing great defensively either, which has always been, you know, rough for them. But I think back to last season and even two years ago, the fun that you and I had talking about, whether it was Koskinen or Mike Smith, whoever it was between the pipes, it was one of those things where we just didn't really feel confident and comfortable with the Edmonton Oilers. And so... Really, I look at this game and I ask myself, do I feel comfortable laying this type of number with them against the Washington Capitals? But then I look at the Washington Capitals and, you know, they've lost four straight games. They're giving up goals. They're not really healthy. They're missing John Carlson, TJ Oshie, Nicholas Backstrom. So who's the team that really worries me the most? And I would say that it's actually the Washington Capitals because the, the firepower that Edmonton has, the way they've played recently, I think they can kind of snap out of it. And, you know, especially when you're off two losses, like the way they are, giving up 10 goals their last two games, I think we're going to see a focus group here with Edmonton against the Washington team that I think is just not going in the right direction. And when it comes down to it, they don't have enough scores. And I ultimately think, Carl, that the Oilers actually have several scores this year. I, for many years, said it was just the dry Seidel and McDavid show, but not anymore. They do actually have several weapons. So I'm hoping to see Stuart Skinner. I have seen some reports on Twitter. It might be him. Uh, but either way, my lean for this game would be on the Oilers. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, I think you have to go that way, Andrew. And you look at it, and you know, I think one of the biggest things when you're looking at the Washington Capitals is, unfortunately, they are getting decimated with injuries, which makes them a play against. Like the Oilers, if you look at the Oilers first off, uh, only three games thus far on the road, and they've won every single one of those ones. You've got Washington, who have been a play against. They've lost four straight games. But look, these are the names of the guys currently missing for the Washington Capitals. You have TJ Oshie, you have Brown, Carlson, Wilson. Orlov was injured on the weekend and likely will not play. He didn't play the last 40 minutes of that game against the uh, Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Haglin, Backstrom, uh, Malinstein, all out for this team. Uh, you have uh, Charlie Lindgren in goal tonight for the Washington Capitals, confirmed. 
he's one and two on the season uh, uh, and definitely not their starter. So it's a team that a team that's suffering right now. And then it gets even worse for this Washington team because listen to this. I don't get this schedule um, on this. Uh, actually, uh, for Edmonton, actually, I'll get to the Edmonton thing in a second. So, um, Andrew, until these injuries, uh, until they start getting some some players back, because Oshi went on the the uh, injury reserve, so it's uh, seven days uh, on it automatically. So I think he's he's due to come off. Uh, you had um, I, I, is it uh, Carlson? I think was on the ice in a non-contact um, uni, but he's not ready to go tonight as well. Too, it, it's just so tough. It's literally Ovechkin and. Some, some some guys around Ovechkin. <laughs> it's why Ovechkin's <laughs> shot totals are absolutely insane. I think Ovechkin has like 52 or 53 shots on goal thus far, and his shot props are at four and a half. Ovechkin's shot props weren't at four and a half last season. They're always in that three and a half range. He's four and a half now, but they juiced the under as well too. I'm going to take the Oilers here only because they are healthy. We'll see what happens with the goaltending. Campbell came out and said after the game in which they lost uh, what uh, to the Dallas Stars 6-2. He said it was on him. He took the onus. He said it was me. I had an absolutely horrible game. It's on me. When a player does that, it's up to the team to see that and rally around them. And that's why I'd rather see Campbell in goal tonight because I want to see how this team uh, rallies around him. When he comes out and says, I had an absolutely horrible game, um, and you put them back between the pipes, and you play well in front of them, and you get a, you get a W. So hopefully uh, that's where they go here. I'm going to take the Oilers here. It's it's more of a play against the fact that the Washington has so many guys out of the lineup uh, tonight uh, in this one. Um, when I talked about Andrew, when I talked about the weird scheduling thing, uh, which I wanted to get to, this is the Oilers' schedule after. Uh, tonight's game, which is a, a little weird in, in a sense, is they play Washington tonight. Then tomorrow they fly to, uh, or tonight they fly to, after the game, they fly to Tampa and they take on Tampa. From there, you would normally think that they're going to play the Florida Panthers, but they don't. They're going to go up to Carolina, play Carolina, then come back to, to, to Tampa or Florida and play Florida. So it's a really weird scheduling spot for them where they're going to play uh, four games in six nights with travel in between each one uh, instead of the sort of the, the Florida double, as we like to call it, where they play Tampa and Florida or Florida and Tampa. So it's a real a, uh, a, a weird scheduling spot where they're going to play three and four nights uh, in Carolina, their third and four nights, and then they're going to go to Florida and play their fourth in six nights. So it'll be interesting to see because those travel ones can be uh, a toughie on you, especially going up and down the East Coast for a West Coast team. So we'll see what happens there. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm taking the Oilers tonight. It's a fade on the Washington Capitals. Those are my thoughts. And now let's go to the buy and sell with Andrew McInnes. All right, guys, this is the buy and sell segment. Each and every week on Monday, I'll be telling you a team I am buying and a team I am selling, a team I want to bet on, and a team I want to look to fade. You know, I didn't want to do this at the start of the season. I wanted to wait a little bit of time to just try and formulate some opinions, see some teams that are overachieving or maybe underachieving. Let's start with the buy team for this week. Yes, I'm looking at a really good team here with high expectations for the season, the New York Rangers. Look, guys. 
they haven't been off to a bad start to their year, but it certainly hasn't been great, you know. And I look at their schedule coming up, and it's not completely easy. They have to face the Islanders as a great defensive team and kind of a, a rival to them, but it's a lighter schedule. You know, they're playing the Islanders, the Red Wings. They've got the Coyotes mixed in there. The Predators are giving up goals. To me, that is a thing that will be an opportunity for them to gain some confidence. You take a look at this team and how deep they are. They have four lines that have the ability to score, maybe three. And the blue line and defenders that can all jump into the rush and even a goaltender with Igor Shesterkin that has great numbers but hasn't even looked exactly like himself. This is a team I am buying. I want to bet on over the next week, and I want to find some great opportunities to take them because the way they're playing I don't think is to their ability, and I don't think they're meeting expectations yet. And I believe over these next few games, they can certainly get there and reach that next level. I am buying on the New York Rangers. As far as the sell team for this week, guys, I had to bring up a team that I've always had my doubts with, and I never really thought was that team that could take the next step with the roster. They did make some changes in the offseason, but the team is the Winnipeg Jets. Look, I'm not confident with them. They've got a lack of depth. That's my biggest issue with them. I mean, you take away Mark Shifley, you take away Kyle Connor, you take away Nikolai Ehlers, and who is out there for them? I don't think they have that many options. I'm sure Winnipeg fans in our comment section and on social media will disagree with me, but I think that there aren't that many options for them scoring-wise. Let's talk about goaltending. I mean, you take a look at the chart that Carmine talked about at the start of today's Puck Time episode, goals save above average, and, and just certain goaltenders performing above what they're capable of and what they should be. Look, Hellebuck and the goaltenders for Winnipeg, they aren't high on the charts, but he's definitely helping them out in lots of games and making key saves. That can't last forever. And I take a look at them and how many close games they're winning. It's kind of like in baseball, guys. When you see a team that's winning all kinds of one-run games, either a good thing or a bad thing, I think for this Winnipeg team, it will start to turn the other way and they'll start to lose some of those one-goal games and it will tilt their uh, win-loss record a little bit more towards the losing. Also, their upcoming schedule is against some tough Western Conference opponents, including the Flames, the Stars. You've got then the Penguins and the Hurricanes in the East a little bit down the road. I'm not liking this Winnipeg Jets team. I think it's a good time to sell them. They've made some money for their backers but not this week. I am buying the Rangers. I'm selling the Winnipeg Jets. And as always, Carm, I'll ask for your honest opinions on those buy and sell teams. I like the, Andrew, I like the, uh, right off the bat, I like the Rangers one because uh, they've got a good schedule. And, you know, uh, tomorrow, they obviously, they play the, uh, it's a great start because tomorrow they play the Islanders who are playing tonight. So they catch the Islanders on the back-to-back in Sorokin tonight. So it's going to be, I think, what is it, Varlamov tomorrow for them. Uh, is it, uh, I'm pretty sure it's it's Varlamov for the Islanders tomorrow. Let's just have Should a be. quick look. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, him tomorrow. So uh, it, it's a good one. And they're back-to-back uh, at the end of the week, the tail end of the week. It's Arizona in the second one. So uh, they'll likely have a halaking goal for that one, and uh, against Nashville, who's a good team, they'll have um, uh, uh, Shesterkin in goal. So it's a uh, it's a very good look ahead schedule for you. Uh, the Jets one, I didn't look at their schedule. I don't want anything to do with any team called the Jets after the Jets beat my uh, Buffalo Bills, and I had to listen to uh, producer Joe Ranieri uh, chirping because he's a Jets fan. He chased his girlfriend out of the house because she's a diehard Bills fan like me. 
this guy and his jets, I just don't want to hear anything more of it. So I will look at that one. But uh, I do like it, Andrew. Uh, so best of luck uh, and a good idea on waiting a while before you do you did your buy your buy and sell. Um, I rushed my six and sixty. The first one I hated uh, last week. Six and sixty went very well and was a profitable one. So we'll just try and keep awesome. that moving forward. Great stuff. And I, and I love that we kind of have our own segments here. Yours is on Friday and mine's on Monday. And, and just kind of a little uh, message for people out there listening for this buy and sell. The, the sell isn't always going to be bad teams, right? And the buy isn't always going to be really good teams. It's going to be catching them in really good situations, really good weeks, during hot streaks, during losing streaks, and just trying to keep people aware. Uh, maybe I'll start bringing up some um, you know players that are playing well for, for fantasy and all that good stuff. But uh, for me, Winnipeg sell this week. New York, we are buying. Let's jump into uh, best bets, then wrap up the show. Carmen's a small slate. What do you have for us? Yeah, I'm going to go back to that Bruins one. Uh, Friday, we gave out a, uh, a shot prop, and I'm going to go right back to another shot prop here. I'm going to take uh, Jake DeBrusque for the Boston Bruins over two and a half shots. You've got to lay a little more juice at 140. They're going to start juicing him a lot more, Andrew, because he keeps going over the total. He's 7-3 this year, but 5-1 at home uh, if you're betting the over two and a half with him. So I'm going to stick with what works and I'm going to take uh, Jake to go over two and a half shot props. Uh, up tonight, one NHL play uh, and three prop bets. And uh, I've got uh, some other cards coming out on $9 Mondays, but also you'll get all of the ones for during the week. Uh, as part of that um, Puck This promotion, if you get that seven-day all-access package on mine or Andrew's page. I absolutely love uh, how much you've gotten into these shot props, Carm. It is fun, it is profitable, and it's a good way to add to your bankroll, especially on these short slates. And DeBrusque, what a story for that guy. I mean, requested trade one year, and then at the end of the year, he starts playing well, and now he's been a guy that's, like you said, a, a shot machine for them, over two and a half, Carm's best bet. And again, guys... Uh, that great special, a two-for-one. It's a Carmenized special here. The Puck Time hosts uh, special, I guess. It is an all-sports, not just hockey. You'll get every single sport, every single wager we release. Two-for-one special. Uh, I have a 5% play-up, actually, guys, on this small slate here. So grab that. It is $9 Monday. Every play at Wager Talk up for just $9. My best bet I'm rolling with at a great price here. I talked about it earlier in the show. We're going with the total, and we're going with the over in the Blues and Bruins game. I expect goals. I expect offense, and I do not expect much defense here out of these clubs. Let's go over six and a half for my best bet here on the show. Again, Carmine's looking at DeBrusque, over two and a half shots on goal from the Boston Bruins, and I have the over in that game between the Blues and Bruins. Thanks again for all of you guys uh, that tune in every day to watch this show. I'm really happy to be back here, and I hope you enjoyed. We'll see you tomorrow with Buster Sports. The college basketball season is less than one week away, and the season starts with a bang. There are 126 games scheduled for Monday, November 7th, with Baylor and Mississippi Valley State tipping off at noon Eastern time. We have two ways to help you get this season underway. Number one, as we did for the start of the NHL season and as well as the beginning of the NBA season, all seven-day college basketball packages will be only $49 through Sunday, November 13th at midnight. Number two, head to Ralph Michaels' homepage at wagertalk.com and get the free 100-page college basketball preview. The shortcut to Ralph's page is wt.buzz/rm. This 100-page guide has returning starters, percentage of returning minutes, last season's overall stats, as well as conference-only statistics, plus against the spread and over-under data. 
It also includes coaching data, conference previews, and a forecast for each conference. Whether it's a seven-day college basketball package, checking the Wager Talk odds page for updated numbers, or downloading the free college basketball guide, enjoy this season. And March Madness will be here before we know it. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.